Welcome to another episode of the Class Clown Podcast. If I do my math right, second episode for the week. My name is Chino Liao. Counting is not my strong suit. But my strong suit is talking to amazing guests about the many, many things that they love to do. Now, we're jumping on back right onto, I don't know words, the Creator Series, which is a series of episodes where I talk to creators from all walks of life. Now, they're not just content creators, guys. Hindi ako nag-guest ng influencers ng dito for clout, okay? I actually get people who know what they are talking about, know what they are doing, and know better example than the team from We The Public. That's right. We The Public is an online publication and social media page that has gained popularity in the recent months, years during the pandemic because of the many things that they share on the social media. They share topics for the youth but also relatable to people who are not so young like myself. And the reason I wanted to have them on is because I want to have a conversation. I was curious about the people behind this page trying to pick their minds, trying to know what they uh, are doing behind the scenes over there. And it's so insightful and I'm glad that they said yes to this conversation. So without further ado, here is my interview with We The Public. Today are some of the faces behind Instagram's newest sensation. Baka nadapisan nyo while you were scrolling on your feed. And today, we get to know a little bit more behind We the Public. So guys, hello team. Welcome. Um, can you introduce yourselves and the roles you guys have on We the Hi, Public? Hi guys. Hi Gino. Uh, well, thank you for inviting us. I'm Jello. I'm the lead producer of We the Public. Okay. Alexis? Okay. Oh, hi guys. I'm Alexis and I'm a content producer for We The Public. Okay. Isa. Uh, hi guys. I'm Isa and I'm the multimedia artist for We The Public. Yeah. All right. So, okay. I guess my main point of having you guys on here is basically as a point of curiosity. Because this season, I dedicated my podcast to creators of all kinds, you know? Mm-hmm. So... You guys, of course, very much fall into that category. But before we get into your creative process as well, I want to know how we, the public, actually started. So anybody uh, okay. can explain what that is. Okay, so so as as the senior, <laughs> as the most senior of the group, so I've been with we, the public, for four years. 
when I came into We The Public, We The Public was like a hype beast scoop community. Like, you can't sit with us type yes. of crowd. Like, it's, the aesthetic were... Actually, it's yeah. good that you mentioned that because I remember a We The Public page. I'm not sure if you're yun. Yes. But yung spelling eh. They yes. don't use the letter U eh. Diba? So, yeah. parang kala ko, iba. Okay. Yeah. Our, our biggest platform actually is Facebook. We have around 600... 20,000 followers or Instagram is around 21,000. So it first started as like a, you can't sit with us for high B street culture. Yes. Yes. But then when I took the lead around three years ago, I was like, you know, we could do more with 600,000 followers. Like, okay. like we could talk about everyday life, also social issues. So we started uh, tackling politics then. But of course, that came with certain repercussions, but right. also that came with a lot of love then. Na parang okay. people were more like, yeah, we love We The Public for being very outspoken and vocal about things. Right. Yeah. right. So that's interesting na you went from a supposed high fashion concept into yes. something more topical, diba? more current events. So yes. how do you push back when you pitch this to your bosses? Well... Well, for the longest time, I kind of was with the public. I was the only one running mm. the publication. Okay. And then East, then Alexis came, and then Isa. But as for the consequences, I would say when we started being political, we lost around eight hundred followers. Okay. In a single day. Okay. Um, and then, of course, the trolls came in. The the hate comments came in. But eventually, parang nasane din yung followers namin, and they were like. Uh, they were now defending us in the comments. They're saying na, hey, we the public's actually doing good work or mga kampings naman sila, so let's defend them ganon. Pero, pero there is, until now, there is pushback, you know? Okay. Okay, so, mga anong year ito? This was before the elections, I assume. Yeah, definitely. Mga around 2019. Kasi before, ang mga topics ni we the public were like, uh, you know, uh, si Paolo Contis binigyan ng kare-kare ni Jan Santos, for example, like that. Or uh, binigyan ng, uh, Marian Rivera used this uh, new bathing suit in, in Boracay. Right. So something like that. No, I mean, yeah. not, nothing against that. Pero yeah. I was like, really talaga na parang, you know, the youth today are more opinionated. They aren't exactly right. closed off to taboo topics like politics, okay. sex, and religion. So... We get in with the times and we're millennials or agencies right. ourselves, so we might as well get in right. the times then. Yeah. Okay, okay. Perfectly said. So yeah. I assume is this the whole team or meron pa kayong ibang members? Kasi sinabi mo, there was a point that ikaw na lang si we the public. Yeah. Actually, actually uh, we have a joke na we rank our hires per season. So Alexis here is season two na. Okay. She's like the second writer that we've hired ever since okay. I took over. And Isa here is like season three. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, before we had like five people consisting of another video producer and artist, but then the COVID, COVID happened. So now it's down to the three of us. And people are genuinely surprised me. So na, oh my God, you have such big reach. Pero tatatlong tao lang kayo. Like, how do you, <laughs> yeah. how do you run the entire thing? Ganun. I was actually very surprised kasi I was watching one of your lives. That's where I got the idea. Ay, na pwede pala kayo i-guess. Because this yeah. whole time, I thought we, the public, was just yeah. one person. Yeah. Diba? Or, the, yeah. or was just a, or, or was just a publication, diba? Na yeah. under a bigger publication company. Diba? So, parang to find out that you were just three guys who are, who are self-starters in a way, it's actually, yeah. it's actually very re- revelatory. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a big word. Kasi very yeah. surprising na kayo-kayo lang pala yan. Yeah, and, and Gina, I think you sent an email no, asking us originally about journalism. And we're like, no, we're not journalists. Yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. We, we don't have any authority right. to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, we're okay, more ito, yeah. Ang ganda nung sinabi mo, because I was gonna get to this later, but since you brought it up, mm-hmm. you made the distinction na hindi kayo journalists. Yeah. You are content creators. Yes. But at the same time, you guys also do the news. Diba? Dun, yeah. dun ko nakikita yung news eh. So, yeah. why is it important for you guys to say na, ah, hindi kami news reporting agency. Gumagawa lang kami ng memes. Why is that important for you yeah. guys? I'm sure you're aware of the debate about vloggers versus journalists, right? Yes. And I think there are some people in the vlogging or the content creating industry that creates like a bad name with the industry because they try to supplant these journalists that we actually look up to because they have years of experience. The training is very different. They went to the best schools. They have all of these guidelines. And ang lagi ko, um, personal take ko lang is we should never try to supplant them, but maybe complement them instead. Because right. yung traditional journalists, they too tend to dismiss us din naman. Pero my opinion is there are things that they can also learn from us in, in the sense na we make the news or we make current events more digestible to people, more authentic feeling, closer to the audience. Ganon. Kasi for example, like in a news cycle, you have like two minutes dedicated. Pag nanonood ka ng 24 hours, you have two minutes dedicated to a certain issue. Ang isang vlogger, isang content creator could spend five minutes dissecting everything or even mm. going there personally with this camera. So there is like benefit to both. So ang sa akin lang is let's not try to supplant each other na right. vloggers will become journalists and journalists will become vloggers. That's a completely different field right. altogether kasi. Yeah. Right. Okay. Kasi yeah. this whole time, ang iniisip ko, because eto assumptions lang ulit to. I'm operating yeah. on a lot of assumptions here kasi tabad ako mag-research. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of my assumptions here are that number one, medyo tumama naman ako, and that you're a younger audience and you cater to a younger market. Diba? Kasi, yeah. Alam naman natin lahat ng social media presence ngayon nasa kabataan, di ba? Yes, so, yeah. how, what do you guys, eto, sama na natin yung dalawang ladies dito. What yeah, do sure. you guys consider when you are thinking of concepts? Dapat ba approachable sa Gen Z? Okay. Approachable sa masa? Ganyan. Ayan, yung mga Gen Z, sige, sige. Let the Gen Z's answer. Sige, frame of thinking yun. Dahil yeah, yeah. compared to you guys, matanda na talaga ako. Eh. So, you, you guys, you guys, explain to me, an older person, how yeah. the Gen Z thinks. I mean, when creating content, I'm pretty sure it's a mix of what's trending, but also we make sure na it's substantial. Like, our audience will get something out of it. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. yes. You know, no, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And okay, you also okay, consider okay. if ano po siya, if it's safe because it's very Gabi scary. Gabi naman, wag mo na ako ipo, matanda na ako. <laughs> <laughs> Gino, they do this all the time to me. Like, we interns daw, tinatawag ako, sir, I'm like, I'm only 21, don't serve me. <laughs> Sometimes what's funny during the process is Jella would pitch something and me and Alexis and the other interns that's so old. That's like too early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we, yeah, sometimes we also pitch topics and then at the end we're gonna be like, we're not gonna need a lawyer for this, right? Like, yeah, we're not gonna yeah, get yeah. Oh, yeah. I always ask yeah, that. It's actually a compliment because eh, they keep me humble na Jello. 
you know, the doggy was like 10 years ago. Please don't <laughs> dance that on TikTok. Pero ako rin naman yung nag-compliment like, to them na, guys, we're gonna get in trouble if we mention names or if we, right. if we, if we're not very subtle about it. So it's like a right. compliment then. Like you can't have very many young people but you can't also have it dominated by old heads, I guess. So yeah. I guess balance, yeah. Kasi balance, balance. What you mentioned is interesting kasi parang to me, these are like two different points, eh, diba? There is the fact that yes, you're catering to young people but then yeah. there's also the fact that you're trying to not offend anybody. Tama ba yes. Actually, it's more of being very careful. I think that's also another thing that kind of is lost on those who at, who kind of criticize content creators na parang all of us are reckless. All of us push fake news. Just for the sake right. of views and engagement. We the, I, would, I would present we the public and we'll say we're different. You know, don't include us in that because... Yes, we we are not as in-depth as journalists. Again, we're not equating ourselves as journalists. But we do do our research. We are very careful because vloggers can be and current creators can be sued for libel. We can get into trouble as well. So it's not like, yun, uh, I I just hope the industry does not get such a bad rep because of a few bad apples, I guess. Yeah. One thing I want to comment, Jalo, is that we don't just make content just for the clout of it. Like, he always wants something mm-hmm. that's meaningful. Like, hindi, yeah. we don't just put out this because, oh, it has 150,000 likes on something Wait. else. Yeah. Wait, okay. I think this started last year, at least when I entered, because we merged into taboo topics, right? Because that wasn't mm-hmm. like, I mean, tabu, like you don't really see your media yes, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about it that much. So, so yeah, yeah you're, you're interesting din yun because I'm a big fan of your Instagram stories and how you guys include uh, interactive quizzes dun sa mga stories nyo with yeah. a little bit more background. Diba? But now, like Alexis said, you started talking about taboo topics. Diba? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the youth are interested in things that they don't necessarily get to talk about in their own homes, diba? Yeah. Kasi for Because of a conservative background as Filipinos. So, kayo naman, being part of the younger generation, how did you bridge that idea na parang, oy, kailangan natin pag-usapan tong sex, religion, etc.? Well, I think the biggest idea is that these topics are inevitable. You know, you have parents that will do everything in their power to restrict their kids from learning about these things. But I think the underlying message always in our content in these kinds of uh, content centered around taboo topics is that your kids will know about these regardless because the internet exists. So you might as well be the one to teach them. So that they won't, you know, if they're curious about sex, they won't research it on porn. Porn yeah. doesn't teach good sex, right? right. Or, or, yeah, or, or drugs. Like, they'll, they'll ask their friends. Tama. So, it's always about encouraging. Actually, it's not only about reaching out to kids. Eh? I, I hope we're also reaching out to the older generation. Hmm. Na maging medyo open-minded na, you know, talk about these right. things. Because right. yeah, your kids are doing it regardless, you know. There's right. nothing you can do. Yeah, because yeah. until now, the comments of those taboo like, content that you release, like, there are a lot of people, but then against it, that they uh, judge the yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, the good thing is yeah. that we don't exclude people that are, for example, atheists. Like, people like them exist, but living in a country that's very religious, it's a good thing that there is, yeah. Yeah, 
it's a good thing that yeah. there's a space that they can go to. Yeah, and we don't villainize conservatives either. I know kasi sometimes Twitter can be very harsh on people who are just trying to learn. And I think part of learning is actually admitting that you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So we open like very cheap, uh, other people say cheap questions or very ignorant questions. Like we don't, you see it that way. We're like, no, everything deserves to get asked. Just ask away. Yeah, parang you're operating on the presumption that there are no stupid questions. Diba? Which yeah, exactly. It was exactly. a good way to to uh, to get questions started diba? and topics started. Of operating on that presumption that mm-hmm. there are no bad topics. Have mm-hmm. are there diba, na discuss na din natin na ayaw yung maka-offend, diba? Yeah. And I being a stand-up comedian, that's also a concern <laughs> that I have constantly yeah. kasi I, yeah. I talk to I tell jokes and sometimes those jokes don't go over because <laughs> the topic is very sensitive, right? Yeah. Kayo yeah. as content creators, meron na ba yung topics na encounter na hindi nyo pa nahanapan ng angle, like a good angle to express it on social media? I think LGBT anything that kind of uh, steps on the bounds of religion. I remember we did the atheist video and. I mean, apart from the engagement and likes, one of the good things was people were coming, were commenting something like, oh, thank God for doing this because I don't feel like I'm the devil anymore because my family hates me. Mm. But then, aside from the good comments, you had the bad comments who were like, yeah, you're gonna see how wrong you are when you die because you will rot wow. in the fiery dips of hell. Something like wow. that. Or, kaya kayo may mental health problems because you're not praying enough. And when you click, I mean, when you click on the profiles, you can kind of see from which age group they're coming from. <laughs> and when making content, content like that, it's already a given. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, Chino, that is a good thing that every content creator should take into account. That you can't please everyone talaga. Now, if yes. you're going to let the haters dictate what you're gonna say, you're never gonna create any anything. Yes. Like, everyone will always have anything to say. So, ang, ang lagi lang na mentality is, are we doing something bad? I don't think it's bad to talk about sex or religion. Mm-hmm. Because these are realities. As long as we're not, wala tayong the, the haters will have their day, but we'll also have ours. So, this is the thing. Eh? Yeah, and the advice that Jell always tells me is to never look at the comments whenever we post something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. never, I, can't believe, I can't believe he had to tell you that. Uh, uh, I, think any, I mean, you, you any, get curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and you can reply at one or two, but if you're trying to fight the entire flood of trolls, yeah. you're gonna go crazy. Like, it's never gonna end. It's an endless cycle of just back and forth of insults and, and degrading each other. Like, uh, you have better use of your time. Tama, tama. Kasi yun, ginagawa nila yun for pay. You guys yeah. are doing it for free. So they are actually winning here. Diba? Yeah. So man, dapat hindi na pinapatulan at yeah, the end yeah. of the day. But speaking, now that we're on the topic of uh, trolls and, yeah. and things that aren't supposed to be discussed by the youth, I guess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then the, Nagka elections tayo, di ba? And yes. I, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, pero kakampinks din kayo, di ba? Yes, yes. yes. definitely. Right? Yes. So, like, we were sobbing <laughs> the day after oh, the election. Yes, same, same. I was, um, we, we dedicated I was in, a whole podcast for it. Yeah. 
So I was in a quick story lang. I was in a a layover uh, from New York in uh, yeah. Qatar, the Qatar airport in Doha. Yeah. And when they were checking my passport, yung nag-check ng passport ko, nakita niya na naka-pink mask ako and she said na parang, ay sir, kakang pink din pala kayo. Sayang, talo tayo, no? It's like, oh. it can't leave na hanggang Doha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yung, ano, diba? Yung mga yeah. kakampink. So, my, my, anyway, my question is, kayo, because you are so undeniably kakampink, nahirapan ba kayo mag-produce ng content in fear of the trolls that <laughs> no? happen? Oh, 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 I have a story. <laughs> yeah, we actually, I mean, we prepared, like, PubMath of presidents of who will win, like possible presidents. So it's Lenny, Marcos Jr., and Isto, because they were the top three at the time when we were. Then I was like, wait, I don't want to release the oh, no, Marcos yes, Jr. Yes. <laughs> Can you just wait until yeah, yeah. for a long time? Yeah. yeah, Gino, we had like three announcements prepared in wow. anticipation of who will win. Okay. And and the artist was like, usually I like to see my artwork live on We The Public, but this is the one time that I <laughs> win. My artwork will never see the light of day. Because she, she's the one who did the co- yeah. Congratulations, uh, you know, yes. President number 17. I asked, <laughs> asked Jello like multiple times, so I have to make this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the bakasama naman yun sa, sa sa reality natin as yeah. as part of that camp, de ba? Yeah. you you win some and then you lose a lot. Like yeah. my, my team dynamic is that Jello is the realistic and practical yeah, yeah. one. Me and Alexis are like the idealistic yes. people here. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because she no anyway. Um, well, to answer first your question, uh, it was hard in the sense that we all grieved. I think it was there was a grieving mm. process, but then we realized that we can create content about this in the sense that many people like ourselves are grieving as well. So mm. I wrote an article about for the youth who are heartbroken, angry, and disappointed, and we created a podcast episode na parang uh, trauma support group. But uh, yeah, sabi nga ni Isa, I'm a realist, so. I kind of, as much as I don't like to admit it, but I can kind, I kind of saw the results not being in our favor even before it happened. It was like a hope for me. Eh? I was like 60 per, 40% wishing that things will turn differently. But if you actually look at the trends for the past years, you know, the terrorist popularity, the way, am I allowed to say uh, politicians? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Okay. If you will look at, Duterte's enduring popularity, Marx's social media savvy, all the all the signs were pointing into a Lenny win. Right. And so when Lenny lost, I was heartbroken, but I was like, yeah, we, we knew that this was coming. Uh, we knew that this was coming. Right, 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 right. Because you feel, this is the first time I'm talking about this on the pod. So yeah, sure, sure. You feel rejected after you see the results, right? Yeah. So, I am not really political. I didn't even vote in the last elections. Uh-huh. Kay President Duterte. But I've, somehow I felt na this was time to make a stand. Kasi kung di pa ngayon, kailan pa, Same. all that. So I campaigned, diba? And you really go out and you put all your efforts in one basket. And then dumating yung day, nag-vote ka. And then dumating yung day after, na-realize mo, tako pala kayo. It's yeah. so hard, diba? It's yeah. so hard. And I, yeah, yeah. and I appreciate that there are people out there who also acknowledge na, yes, mahirap din talaga yon. And there are people out there who, like you guys, 
with the means to parang help people along through, I guess, what you call a grieving process. Yeah. Kasi, di ba, hindi naman din madali for everybody, lalo na yung mga tao who really just put all their effort in, and, and mm-hmm. hope into a, a Lenny Robredo win. So thank you guys. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for yeah. doing that. Yeah. We yeah, went to an extent that we had psychologists to guest on the podcast for <laughs> wow. that. Yeah, it, it, went, it, it was so bad that we actually... Yeah, we guessed at psychologists because we also had interns who were like, uh, Jello, I can't work mm. for for today or maybe even this week. I'll see right. you next week. Wow. Uh, okay. I think Isa and Alexis just powered through because, you know, you just can't shut up an entire publication yes. because okay. of the election. Yeah, but but yeah, it was it was a defeat that we yeah. kind of saw coming, but it was still not accepted well regardless mm. exactly yeah. understandable naman yun now to try and sort of veer away from mm. that not, not mm. necessarily dahil nga may fear na yung mga content creators and people mm. uh, out there who do this for a living talk for yeah. a living express their thoughts for a living yeah. may fear sila of the infringement of the freedom of speech diba? that's like a thing mm-hmm. That has yeah. arisen in in recent months. Kayo ba, do you guys have that fear lurking in your offices? Um, do you have plans to curb that fear? Can I oh. just say, just no, a go. while back, I just a while back, an intern passed an artwork, and I was like, "Jello, I don't want to get jailed, please." Okay. <laughs> wow. Just like a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever Isa is creating or trying to pitch a political artwork, lagging, "Oh, may lawyer naman tayo, diba? We have a budget for a lawyer." <laughs> Uh, but but I think getting into trouble, I think that is really more reserved for the hardcore journalists. That okay. is, I actually fear for them because I have the utmost respect for them. But I think for us, it's more of uh, just really being very careful. Because right, right now, pwede ka naman mag-comment. Pero you have to be really smart about it. And right. actually, with the public, according to the owner, uh, who I talk to regularly, na-redag na kami before. Okay. So, yeah, so so sabing uh, Jalon gagwin mo if so if you just saw a parked car outside. I was like, I mean, I'll just wave hello. Gusto mo magkape? Because <laughs> like, what what am I gonna do? I don't yeah, have a yeah. gun. I don't. I'm not a fighter. So I'm just like, oh, gusto mo, gusto mo, gusto, you want to go inside? But yeah, I think the danger really is more on the journalists because they are the ones who actually uncover things. Kami naman, we're like commentators, we're we're creators. We create around content that is already there. Pero the people who are unearthing the baho, that those are the ones in danger talaga. So yeah. yun, na-mention mo na may owners pala kayo, diba? So yeah, yeah. that upper management, may, yeah. may mga qualms sila with what you guys are doing? No, kasi, kasi they're actually very vocal then. Um, I think one of our owners was one of the organizers of the Lenny rallies then. Okay. He was a big contributor. So, yeah. Uh, pero it was all pro bono. It was all for free. Talagang time, effort, sweat and tears. Okay. Everything. Pero yun, yeah. Right. Okay, okay, okay. So, now that we've covered basically a lot of what you guys do online, gusto ko naman pag-usapan yung future ng We the Public. Like, yeah. Where do you guys see this going now that it's in its new infancy? Well, one of our dreams is for us to democ- democratize content in the sense now we're trying to create like a contributor program where we will incentivize contributors and readers. Because um, we do realize that, yes, each and every one of us can be content creators, but not everyone has close to 700,000 followers on Facebook. Right. 
So you might have a voice, but no one is around to listen. So we are planning to offer We the Public as like your platform. You want to create an artwork, submit it to We the Public, and then we'll compensate you. You want to write something, get something out of your chest, we'll compensate you then for that. So that's this is the thing that we're going for, yeah. Right. And kayo naman, ladies, baka kayo, may gusto kayong sabihin sa boss nyo ngayon. May mga request kayo. Habang naka-record pa tayo. <laughs> Studio. Don't worry. Ninalabas namin yan on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> I request na studio eh. Can we have a studio to shoot? Because currently we're working from home. Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like a recording studio. Yeah, because yeah, we regularly collaborate then with the likes of James Reed Nadine. Like, um, yeah. I think we're going to have a, a project with Careless Manila soon. Yes. So, maganda wow. sana na meron kaming place to shoot, which we don't have. So, right. yeah. Or Zoom like meeting being, being the MA, like it, you have, you always have to think of ways to manage the content that you have, and with the studio, you're able to make more out of it. Can you nagi kung sinasabi kayo? Right, right. Is is the scariest thing something you want me to cut from the episode or? I don't know. It's it's good. Okay it's good. Yeah. Oh, okay lang, okay lang. Yeah. Sige, kasi baka secret pa yun eh. No, 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 no. Anyway, but thank you guys for joining me here uh, in the quick 30 minutes that uh, we've been talking. So as a final thing na lang, as like my last podcasty question for yeah. all of you here. Why do you guys uh, think it's important to keep doing what you do? Why is it important for you guys to keep putting out uh, memes about politics, religion, etc.? Yeah. Okay. Uh, gusto niyo ba muna, uh, Alexa Cesar? Or do you want me to speak for everyone? You I want to ask Isa because she's the okay. multimedia artist. Okay, I'll get to everybody. Yeah, universe. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> as a Gen Z myself, I have a lot of opinions. And I think we, the public has a good platform and basic on how we voice out those thoughts through the Gen Z. And yeah, it's not just us like commenting, sh- sharing on our opinions. We do it in a creative way for a lot of people to understand in just a short form content. Yeah. All right. You, Alexis. Uh, Alec- Alexis? Um, well, for me, I don't do memes because I write, right. <laughs> write articles. I mean, for, in your own way, but why is it important to keep writing about what you write? Yeah, I mean, even if like readership these days in general are low, I think that articles are still a good way to um, inform anyone really. But yeah, since we're targeting the youth, you know, we're kind of like a safe space for them. Or not really a safe space, but also like if you're looking for like, wait, well, like, what's going on right now? Like, when you look at these of public, you can find like bite-sized articles that would mm. give you at once like the information that you need. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, well, for me, one of the common things that we get from our comments is, oh my God, I didn't know how to say this. Thank you for saying it for me. Or I didn't know how, what I was feeling, but thank you for translating my feelings. So I think there is this like underrated sense of, comfort, peace of mind that people get when they see something relatable. Because not everyone is a creative. Not everyone can vocalize how they feel exactly. So they kind of gravitate towards these kinds of creators that are able to speak for them. So there is this, you know, the, the sense of comfort, compassion, sanctuary that they look for. So yeah, especially nowadays where everything, you know, prices are high, these things happen. I think Comfort buddies, vent buddies like us are more important than ever. All right. Very well said. Thanks to the team from We the Public, Isa, Alexis, and Jello 
for joining me here today. Guys, if, if people still don't know where they can find We the Public, it's impossible. If people still don't know where to find We the Public, now is your chance to share your platform. Yeah, okay. So on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, it's all the same. It's at We the Public. It's public with a V because we're hipsters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's a We the Public TV public. Uh, yeah, and we'll see you guys there. Yeah, and TikTok, guys. Don't forget. And the podcast. And the podcast, yeah. Public <laughs> Speaks on Spotify. Yeah. Yon, all right. Thank you to We the Public for joining me today. Again, a very special thank you from to the team from We the Public. We got Isa, Alexis, and Jello for joining me here today. That's it. That's the episode. I hope you guys uh, were able to learn a thing or two like I did about what they go through behind the scenes. It's so easy to dismiss Zoomers as Zoomers. Right, it's like a thing that people like me tend to do. Ah, kasi bata sila. They're into that euphoria shit. But truth be told, sometimes, especially now, it's important for us to understand each other better, diba? So, kung may mga hindi kayo maintindihan na tao, if there is like a, a zoomer in your office or in your family, is pissing you off, sit them down. Ask them. Diba? Diyain yung silang mag, um, uh, what's a, cooling or, or that other yogurt drink place. That seems to be popular with the kids, right? Talk to them, you know? Take, take them out, you know? Ask them, uh, what, what's up, you know? And kung may mga hindi yung maintindihan na tao from other walks of life, do the same thing. If you have a misunderstanding with an office mate, sit them down. Have a conversation with them. Because sobrang laking bagay ng understanding mayon. And with that said, I'm gonna end the episode. Thank you guys for joining me here today again. For everything that I do, you can follow me on my social media pages at Chino Supersized. Until next time, where we talk to more people about more of the things that they love only here on the Class Clown Podcast. My name is Chino Liao. Goodbye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.